Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Critical Twit Gaming Podcast. Today we look at flicking games, Ice Cool, Cube Quest and Terror in Meeple City. Twits. More specifically, I'm Brian Ennis. I'm Aaron Ravitsky. And I'm Joe Lewin. And we have been flicking, ladies and gentlemen. Flicking like mad. Ladies and, and gentlemen. gentlemen. Well, <laughs> there was a Flicking a testicle and running away. <laughs> <laughs> flicking, comma, ladies and gentlemen, comma, not flicking ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we've been playing some skill games recently, yeah. all based around the noble art of flicking. Uh, we've been playing Ice Call. Cube Quest and Terror in Meeple City. Um, bef- so we'll look at them in turn. Yeah. Have a bit of a discussion. Uh, make some recommendations. Um, do we think though? Do you? How do you think skill games compare to the kind of things we normally cover? The more cerebral, tactical, strategy-based uh, board games. I'd say there's still a small element of the tactical and things like that. We still get like, oh, if I do this, this can happen. Yeah, I should do that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's more fun, I think. I think it's more less of that and more than just, oh, I could bash this and things fly around the room. That's funny. I, 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 love, I love our in-depth tactical cerebral stuff, but I quite like the odd break from it, um, and these games are brilliant for it. They're also better for... like we can have, We've had a lot of fun playing these games. Yeah. yeah. But you can introduce them to a much wider audience because. Oh, yes. um, what do you do? Oh, well, you flick things. You, you flick the thing at the yeah. thing and hope something happens. Yeah. 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 You don't have to draw five cards, decide which three are going to be your actions, and then roll the yeah. dice, move, then put go. the man on the thing. You just you flick yeah. stuff. Yes. So for you know you're draw more like dribbly mates like Colin. They're uh, <laughs> they're much they're much easier to introduce them to. Yeah, so it's quite a nice sort of crossover. They're more accessible, maybe, than quite a lot of the games that we cover. Yeah. Um, which is quite good. And that we have actually played some of these games with people who aren't huge gamers. Yes. I don't mean in body mass, <laughs> I mean in, in enthusiasm, depth, are, knowledge. I was going to say, we are a rather a large podcast, unfortunately. Or at least Speak I for am. yourself, I'm svelte. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I I just thought that it might be something people look at these kind of games and go, mm, that's childish, that's for kids, that's not for me. I'm a I'm a gamer, don't you know? I'm not just someone who flicks things around a table. I don't know why they talk like that. So yeah, um, I just thought as well before we got going, um, what's the weirdest thing you guys have ever flicked? Um, what technically it was flicking anyway when I was a kid on a school trip I was playing and we had like a tiddlywinks championship at the uh, hotel we were staying at on a school trip okay the, wait, hang on they had one going on at the hotel while you were there or the school decided it would be a good idea to have a tiddlywinks championship because either this is a weird coincidence or a wank school <laughs> <laughs> school of wank starring Jack Black <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a wank school, but they implied that they specially put the Tiddlywigs tournament on. Fantastic. Excellent. Continue. <laughs> yes. Um, but we were having shandies. Oh, it was, it was like year six, so age ten. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I know. Um, Less wank, more just massively so just irresponsible. Get, yeah, the 90s were a different time. <laughs> they were, certainly. He said, uh, understanding how time works. <laughs> 
the past was different to now. <laughs> it was a totally different epoch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Herds of school children <laughs> grazing upon knowledge. 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 <laughs> feasting. Well, upon... not our school, beer. Yeah. <laughs> feasting yeah. upon inequality. <laughs> Mocking the foreign children. Flicking bits of plastic in their yeah. spare time. Yeah. It's a simpler time, it's a less politically correct time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you were you were yeah. tanked up on Shandy playing yeah. Tiddlywinks. We're both Shandy playing Tiddlywinks. I I also distinctly remember having minestrone soup for lunch. <laughs> this is going to be important for a short. Okay, bit. I'm glad that's <laughs> integral to the plot. Otherwise, it's just a very weird anecdote. So I'm lining up a shot, just about to flick, and one of my schoolmates beside me starts looking a bit ill and sweating ever so much. I just ignore it and carry on. Mm. Flick my fear across, get lined up for my second shot, uh, and my friend throws up because they've had one too many shandies and the minestrone comes back up with them so nice chunky bits of sick land right underneath my finger where I was flicking so I actually squirted a load of sick just up off the uh, tiddlywinks board at the person sat opposite me <laughs> I've I've never flicked anything interesting I just thought I'd... no no I did have a story but I forgot so I'll, I'll tell you about a game that we played when I was at school when I was in sixth form so in sixth form we had a common room yeah where all the poor Did children would go. Did you have a posh go. room as well? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was called King's. It was a different school. It was down the road. Um, but in the common room, we had quite a lot of free periods that we weren't used to uh, used to having. Um, being young teenagers, it does happen, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we used to play a game where you would spin a coin mm. so that it was spinning on its edge really, really quick, and you had to try and catch it between your index and middle fingers. Okay. Uh, your opponent had span it. Yeah. If you failed to catch it, you had to lay your knuckles down. So put your hands, knuckles down on the table, mm-hmm. and you would take the, the your opponent would take the coin, yeah. put it on their thumbs, and flick it as hard as they could from both hands. So the edge of the coin went into your yeah. knuckles. Okay. I've still got scars from playing this game. Just trying to show you them. But I've got a bit of a tan in them. Yeah, because for the for the flicking back, you'd do that and really just flick yeah. out. So okay. no, you went in a completely different school. I've played the same you've game. The same game. Did you ever play any kind of games like that when not, you were a kid? Not, like violent, nasty games. Oh, slaps. Uh, yeah. We used to play one with. Uh, yeah, but this is for people with money, Aaron. <laughs> well, yeah. We didn't have that. You we dreamed of having a coin in our school because <laughs> we, we were pirates. Was that one kid that had one. So, the first game we're going to look at is Ice Call, a penguin-based flicking game from Brain Games, designed by Brian Gomez. This came out at the UK Games Expo, where, for full disclosure, we received a review copy. Mm. We're going to talk about it now, but you can see our full in-depth video review should be up later the week this comes out. So, if you're listening to it far in the future... It should be out already, if not probably the Thursday after uh, this comes out. And we've done loads of penguin jokes. Do one of you guys want to run through how it works, just briefly? Which is this, what, Ice Cool? Ice Cool, yeah. Okay, so with Ice Cool, you... Uh, um, so yeah, with Ice Cool, you um, you take, the, bo- you take the, the top off the box and you're presented with increasingly smaller boxes inside, essentially. Right. Unlidded, but... Yes, yes, yeah, so you've the got same. So six compartments? Uh, five. Two, five. five. Yeah. yeah. So they all come out um, 
and get arranged to form the playing board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with nice little barriers around the edge and between rooms and everything. Uh, yeah. There so are they each form individual rooms with doorways between. Yeah. Little central little colours to match up. Uh-huh. Um, I would love to see an expansion that made it bigger. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, have you have the little wooden wooden fish pegs that hold it together, and then on certain doors you put coloured pegs as well for points yeah. to be scored. Yeah. Um, three of you, well, we'll talk about as if it's a four-player game. Yeah, so we've got, yeah, four, so players, if you've got four players. One of you is the um, the hall monitor. Uh, they will place themselves in their designated room. Yep. Yeah. And the other three players, they each get one turn of placing the penguin in the middle of the classroom and flicking it once. Yeah. The reason it's called ice cool is it's meant to be a pun on high school. And your penguins are skiving class to go and collect fish. Yes. It doesn't really work as a pun. I say this as a man who has many failed puns. I didn't realise for ages that it was meant to be a joke. Really? I caught that straight away. What, the high school, high school, high school thing. Yeah. No, I didn't either. Yeah, okay. Joe looked Because it's that fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> but the game's awesome. So... Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers! So it's okay. You, yeah, you, you basically you, you take it in turns. Uh, you get one flick and or touch, nudge or caress of your penguin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> many times when I've gone, oh, I, I kind of poked it in the head and it didn't move. I caressed one round a corner the other day. It was amazing. And yeah, it's you... a high school penguins, Brian. Calm it down. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we want no high school's good. No, no. High school's like secondary school, so only in the later years. I thought high school was from 14 to 18. It is, but there's still that 14 to 18 period. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you've got to, you've got to manoeuvre your penguins around the board, uh, getting through the doorways with the, your coloured fish on while avoiding the hall monitor. Yes. If the hall monitor crashes into you, they take away your hall pass. Or if you crash into the hall monitor. Yes. Or if someone else knocks you into them. Yes, any touching of the hall monitor is bad. Yes. Um, Sad penguins. <laughs> do, 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 do. Nobody um, likes a hall monitor. Yeah. But being knocked through a doorway doesn't grant you the fish. You have to be doing it during your move, as it were. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, getting one of your fish grants you a card. Having a for every hall pass you have at the end of the round, you get a card. And it's, yeah, and the hall monitor takes your pass. Yes. Yeah, so he yeah. can gain. That's how he gets his cards because he doesn't have any fish to gain. Yeah. Uh, He's following the rules. Yes. Stay in school, penguins. Don't do fish. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't like it so yeah you, you, you go round you try and take the uh, you try and get your fish while avoiding the hall monitor the round ends when you have got all three fish on the doorways or the hall monitor has all of the passes yeah and then you rotate round to the next person being hall monitor yes and you play again yep. and you go round and round and round until, until everyone's been the hall monitor yep and then you add up the fish that you've got yes Bob's your mother's brother and that that's the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's... The fish you get come on cards with various numbers on. Uh, it's one to three for the numbers. Yes. Yeah. Um on a uh, the ones have ice skates on as well. Yeah. Um like fishing, you getting a boot yeah. type thing, but the Arctic <laughs> version. Yes, yeah. And um if you have two of those you can reveal them because your points are hidden. Um so you are basically going look, I got some crap cards. But you get an extra turn. Yeah. Yeah. So you could flick twice in a row. Yeah. Or three times if you've been shit unlucky. Um, <laughs> Once, twice, three times a flicker. That that is always cool as a breakdown of how it works. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a great little little um, run through. Yeah. So what do we think? 
I've enjoyed every game we've played of it. Yeah. I think one thing we didn't mention is oh. how the penguins themselves work. Because oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. quite unique as playing pieces Leave, leave a bit of mystery. Let them go and watch the review where they can see a None penguin None of this will make sense. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. The, do you, Aaron, do you want to do yeah. that? So the, the little penguin pieces come on a kind of concaved yes. piece. Uh, with the penguin sitting in the middle of it. They look very similar to Sputio pieces, but they rise up a little bit higher. Yeah, or weebles. Or weebles. They look very, very much like weebles. Yeah. And utilise some of the same technology. Yes, because they weeble wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that might get copyright striked. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, they're dead now. Hello, blah. Um, yeah, so unlike Sputio pieces, they don't just go glide in a straight line or curve ever slightly if you manage to flick it ever so fun but they're very easy to curve around in corners they yeah. wobble all over the place and if you flick them just right in the head you can bounce them off over the top of the walls and into other rooms of the piece that's my favourite bit it is awesome because yeah. um, it's a bit like penguins they can't fly but I'm sure they can jump a little bit and have yeah. a go so it they feels a little bit they slip and fall I think but yes yeah which is uh, mostly how you play Oh, it's cool, to be fair. You yeah, 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 it is. Um, I'm not sure if the... Was the flicking the head thing, was that is an intentional thing? Yes. Is that mentioned in the rules? When, okay. when we, um, again, when we went to the UK Games Expo and got our preview cup, we also played a couple games with them there, and they were like, if you do this, you can make them jump. And then I spent ages not being able to do yeah. it, because I couldn't follow simple instructions. Yeah. It's, but it, worked it out later. It sounds like I wasn't paying any attention to the Expo stuff. I was off tournamenting while yes. you guys were doing interviews and getting free stuff. And if you want to know how that turned out for Joe... Go and see that Dice Masters one we did, Yeah, um, where I talked about silly mistakes and not sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and we, I think we may even mentioned this a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Cool. Yeah, so you enjoyed it, Aaron? You enjoyed yeah. playing it? How many games have you played? Because you say, I've enjoyed every game, but two times I have tried. Yes, I've played probably have ten games now, mm. because I've played it a few times with my wife. Yeah. Um, we will come to the two-player variant in a moment, because there's something I do need to bring up about yeah, that. But, yeah, But, I've, yeah, it's been fun every game I've played. Um, the random elements of the cards mean that even when I'm being a bit poo and not being able to get out of my actual classroom, which is... Fairly common, unfortunately. Just three flick Aaron to get out the first yeah. door. Yes. <laughs> um, three, three flick Ravinsky. That'd normally be probably quite a good thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've enjoyed every game of it. Mm. I've always felt engaged and like I'm having fun. Which yeah. Is what you want from a game, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've played probably half a dozen games of this. Um, I didn't expect to like it mm. because it is aimed at kids, mm-hmm. like Pokemon Go. Um, yeah it's aimed at kids it's very cutesy primary colours on the um, on the penguins simple rules but actually there's a surprising amount of skill yeah which I like stuff I can get better at part of what makes me want to play a game again is going oh I should have done this or I could try that and in this case it's like you're just it's just getting better you're just getting better at curving the penguins or flicking it in a straight line yeah. or jumping whatever skills you're using yeah. so I like that that's something that keeps me coming back to games yes um, and I also like the chaos of it yeah. I like things that are a little bit unpredictable weird stuff can happen I mean I've sent penguins flying across the room with overzealous jump yeah um, We've had all sorts of crazy things happen. We've had things bouncing off the walls and going in places they shouldn't. We've had <laughs> penguins spinning around and smacking everybody and stealing all the hall passes at once. Yeah. Um, it's 
Yeah, it's been it's, a whirlwind of fun. <laughs> it is. It only takes twenty minutes to play. Yeah, I'd say yeah. that. Occasionally, yeah. you can get your thirty-minute games where he's really, really careful lining things up, or well, or just if you're all terrible, I can see it takes taking a bit longer. Yeah, I think the first few games you play took about thirty minutes, but that's not yeah. a long time for no, a game not. at all. No, it's not. Um, but they are fairly quick, and it's quite once you've played, you yeah. normally want to yeah. get up and go. Oh, let's have another game. And so it's quick. very fast-paced because one yeah. thing that puts me off games is waiting for other people to have their turn. Because I just end up chewing on my own elbow skin in frustration. Yeah. I mean, while it's not necessarily always fast-paced, like Aaron said, if people are waiting and trying to line yeah. up and decide, oh, do I go that way, do I go that It's still funny watching the chaos happen. Yes. Um, I'm going to carefully go through this doorway, and they bounce off of the particular direction yeah. and end up flying off the board. Yeah. Or... Yeah. And this is something that skill games do that other games don't. Yes. Um, and we'll talk about it with the other games that we've got as well, but... There is because you've got the physicality involved. Mm-hmm. There are lots of things that can happen yeah. that can't happen in, say, just placing cards down yeah. in a strict set of rules. You end up right. I remember Joe. You flicked your um, your penguin into a wall back and then accidentally caught it with your finger as you moved your finger yeah. back. So it yeah, looked for a world <laughs> like like you just smacked its face into the wall and then put it back. And yeah. it, like it just hadn't gone anywhere. No, no. I've managed and to. It was like, yeah, <laughs> I managed to wedge mine in the doorway at one point. Yes, you did. Um, All of this may be in the video as well, yes, because this yeah. was while we were recording. Yeah, um, yeah, and having things like where the penguin is spinning round and very, very slowly moving towards the others, and you're yeah. like, is it going to hit it, is it not? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just a nice sort of chaos to it. Yeah. Um, being a game aimed at kids, Joe, you're our resident Parent, procreator. <laughs> no, just parent. Yes. Oh, it's so complicated. I know. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. As as the parent, um, not of you guys, but the one here that has a child. Um, He's disowned me, <laughs> father. <laughs> <laughs> this game is really fun for kids. Um, well, well, the four of us, us three, and my daughter played. Yeah, yeah. Together. Um, and it's not like normally when you try and involve a kid in a game you're playing where you're just like, oh, it's ruining our fun. It's yeah. not playing right. That's my default setting whenever children are involved, yeah. I have to admit. But actually, with this, perfectly fine yeah. because she put us to shame on a couple of occasions with it. She was quite good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really easy for her to grasp. She understood instinctively what she was doing and how to do flick it. the yeah. penguin through the yeah. thing. Yeah. She was quite active on asking to play again she wanted to actually yep. get the ball out and put it away because even that yep. was kind of an element of, she seemed to be engaged with yeah that yeah as well. this is it so I as yeah as a parent or if you're looking or listening to this and think I have children maybe they'll enjoy it yeah they probably will um, we mentioned a couple of other things before about the, how, the longevity of it potentially we've yeah. noticed one of our pieces is becoming a little bit um, looks like it's wobbly. Com- coming out of the, the little wobbly yeah. bit yeah but I think they click in I think a little bit of super glue would that's it, 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 just it do that. but that wouldn't be a problem with the penguin no. um, we all had concerns initially over how well the board itself would last yeah because you're pegging things onto the top of it so you're always scraping a certain section of the board over. and you are flicking hard plastic things with a pointy beak into it yes but Actually, we sat there and went went across and had a look at it all and checked the board, and there's no damage to it. It's not even dense on the wall, really. No, no. I'm running my hand along the edge going, well, we always hit this bit. Yeah, nothing. There's nothing. So It's been 
sturdy, it's well constructed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so while I there is part of me that would be worried it would get battered, and if you've got slightly heavy-handed kids, don't let them put it together because I reckon if you lent if you lent on it, you would damage it. Yeah, yeah and it once it's things. damaged, it's probably mm. a bit buggered. Yeah, but for just playing the game. Yeah, it's very, very well made. Out for it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I would say is um, I've played a hand for quite a hand for, for two play games with my wife because <coughs> um, she wouldn't have a go at Muck About. There's only mm. a couple of us in the house. Uh, we played a few games over a couple of different days. It's still fun, but that chaos element is vastly reduced. Yeah. Because there's only you two chasing each other around a thing. So if one of you is infinitely better than the other one, then it's really unfair yeah. and it can I can see somebody get frustrated with that yeah. a little bit. Um but at the same point, you've got a bit more room to do fancy manoeuvres and spin your way around several rooms or flick your way over yeah. and stuff like that. So it, it kind of adds. So yeah. it would still be fun, but I could see a parent and a child, particularly a child, maybe yeah. getting frustrated if they can't get the hang of the skill. Yeah. And the parents are better at it. Or vice versa, to be honest. Yeah. As, as uh, it all proved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kids pick things up fairly quickly. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want the two player one doesn't super appeal no. to me, but, but I'd happily play three or four player games. Yeah. But the same, the same element. There's a, there's a lot of games out there that advertise as being two player as well as three or four, and they don't work as two player. Yeah. I think so. it's the kind of game that's great if you've got twenty minutes and you're waiting for the last member of your gaming group to turn up. Yeah. Um, because it packs and unpacks so quickly. Yes. Yeah. It's so well designed. Um, I mean, I don't mind a big game, but sometimes you can spend longer setting up a game mm. than you do playing it. Mansions of Madness! <laughs> oh, um, shit. Yes, Twilight Imperium! Uh, all those games just, just take far too long. Um, and I think that's a big thing as well for a kid's game. You don't want the kids to have to spend half an hour getting all the bits in the right place because yeah. they'll just wander off and Whereas, lick a plug socket. Yeah, that is generally what, they, what do. they do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... But that's it. I mean, to be fair, like I said, as long as your kids aren't heavy-handed and they're, they're going to be fairly gentle with it, they can help set this up. You're yeah. just matching the door colours because there's a little coloured semicircle. There's a semi black semicircle with a coloured dot in the middle on each door. Yeah. So you're just matching the colours up. Yeah. yeah. It sets up in one way. It's very hard for them to get that wrong. Yeah. So actually. The kids could help quite easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Any educational value to it, Joe? Uh, as a parent? As a, as a parent. Speaking could, as a mother. <laughs> <laughs> it could help with their um, mental arithmetic, mm. with how you've got to add up your fish and yeah, everything else. True, yeah. um, beyond that... There's some manual dexterity. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Fine motor control in there. Um, important. But there's not there's not any there's no complexity in there that's yeah. gonna really teach them anything beyond getting them used to adding yeah. things up, yeah. which is always useful. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's, you can't really underplay how good it is to be able to yeah. do maths in your head. Yeah. It's a skill a lot of people lack. Um, um, yeah, yeah. And there's some light tactics as well. In right, Aaron's gone through that doorway. So if I, I go, go through the other one. one, then the hall monitor can't get both of us. We've got more time to get those. Yeah. Uh, which doors are you going to go in? Which order? Oh, they've come this way. Right, rethink the plan. So yeah. there is. It's not a an in depth game. It's not in any void way, of, shape or form. Yeah, um, um, of learning potential, but it's it's not one of the. Yeah, no. so I suppose the the big test of this is because we got this for free. Um, it costs in the region of twenty five to thirty pounds, depending on where you pick it up from online. Yeah. Would you pay f- that for it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To be totally honest. Yeah. 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 I'd I'd happily pick this up, uh, and I don't have kids, never will, don't want them. Ugh. Um, 
and yeah I'd still see it getting used getting played yeah cool excellent right cool so our second game is Cube Quest um, now Aaron yes tell us about Cube Quest Cube's Quest is uh, Cube's quest to find his lost brethren so he has gone searching uh, up the far northern trails for his uh, northern brother Ice um, he has he's looking for his uh, intellectual um, pal Rubik's um, he's also desperate to find his uh, his gelatin friends Stock and Jelly um, yeah his Japanese cousin Game and if you've bought the um, space expansion uh, the Borg too. I think you may have been playing the wrong game oh did you did you click the link I sent you or did you just no I typed in? in Cube's Quest okay what we were look, actually looking at Aaron is Cube Quest why would Cube no. on his own go for a quest Those, uh, Cube's not a person oh oh yeah sorry dude well, why don't you tell me about Cube Quest and okay. cheer me up a bit. Uh, Cube Quest is a two-player game where you flick cubes at fortresses made up of your opponent's cube, trying to knock their king cube off of the board. Oh. You can knock their king off the board, you win. The different cubes uh, that you have have different um, different abilities based on what's printed on them. Yep. So you might have uh, knights that are very likely to come back and rejoin your side once they've gone into enemy territory. You might have uh, spies that can actually go into enemy territory and normally they'd be rolled and either removed or returned back to your fortress, but they can stay there. Uh, You can have uh, freeze cubes, so spells that you play and you put it on top of some of your opponent's cubes and they can't move them until the freeze cube is knocked off. Um, Or you might have healing cubes that allow you to take the cube away, roll it like a dice, and you pop um, a certain number of points worth of cubes back onto the board. It's far more fun than it should be. Yeah. Um, And it has the potential there for you to, if you prefer using a certain type of cube, uh, you like the abilities, you can do sort of a points buy thing and draft in what you like. Yes. What I recommend you do is just play with everything because it was far more fun. Yeah, building up your own um, kind of tower of defence. Yeah, so the first thing you do is you build up your line of uh, of defence um, and then sort of see who goes first and, and start literally flicking the cubes from the positions they're in at your opponent's defences. Yes. Trying to destroy them, knock that king cube out or knock their cubes. Anything that goes off the board is automatically destroyed. Yeah. If it lands in your opponent's half, as I said, it's rolled and certain cubes are more likely to come back depending on the, the faces and stuff. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, if it, and if you flick something really bad and it lands in your own half, then it just kind of stays there in the way. Yeah. I had far more fun with this than... I should have. It reminded me of being a kid and building a fort yeah. out of uh, <laughs> things. And um, and kind of when you were a kid and used to play toy soldiers by going pow and knocking things over or like, taking um, 
BB pellets. Take or... running things over, or yeah, flicking BB pellets or shooting them at, at figures. Yeah. Um, my WWF figures, um, not World Wildlife Federation. I didn't shoot. <laughs> no, no plastic animals were harmed in the making of this anecdote. Um, my my wrestlers, I had had the ring with the thing that you could flick them and they'd flick oh, into the ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I used to line all my wrestling figures up and shoot them with my air rifle. <laughs> Cool. Um, It reminded me of that, being a kid and doing that. It's really physical. Mm. There's some like very light strategy in what you choose to um, what you choose to take and such like. And the building element. And the building element. The building element, actually working out how to build an effective defence was quite good. What I'd recommend you do is you put some kind of screen between you and the other person so you can't yeah. see them building their defence while you're going so I you're not reacting to each other. would also recommend possibly buying a ballistic shield for putting in front of you when over-vigorous players flick them too hard at you. This is something, yeah, we, we <laughs> need to, an to issue. mention. Uh, um, we've all played this. Yes. We have. Um, it cost me about £19. It's been out for a little while. It's, yeah. It wasn't expensive at all. It's quite a lot of cubes in there. It's yeah. about sort of 60, 70. Yeah. Uh, the rules are really simple. I'm, yeah, yeah, they they are. It's a, it's a good, fun game. Yes. Uh, yeah, it has its flaws. There are a few things I would like to have seen done differently. Such as, I don't like that the mats in two halves. Yeah, because it gives you a, a little bit of a lip. Yeah. Yes, if it's it? not matched up perfectly, then that, that's just crap. I don't like that at all. Yeah, it does seem a bit weird. Um, it, I think it's a fairly minor thing. I suppose it depends on how you keep your mats. Yeah, and how yeah, I mean, it's, how strict your yeah. You know, if you're less playing it for fun or actually trying to be competitive with it, one plan might have an advantage over the other. If we sat down and had a tournament of this, um, yeah. a we'd need our heads checking. I think yeah. but, cubes uh, tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we should invite him along. Yeah, we should. Yeah, he's going to bring a lot of other friends though. It's a problem. Um, Is he related to Cubit? That was a guy, wasn't it? No, that's um, his arch rival that oh, goes and jumps on all yeah. of his friends' heads constantly. Yeah. He's a right little bastard. Jelly yeah. Cube would be fine with that, though, wouldn't he? He'd just bounce off. <laughs> Done. Uh, <laughs> that's Gelatinous Cube. Uh, <laughs> I always get the two confused. They've missed a trick there. Don't have. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to admit, I mean, having them as little, they're little plastic dice, in essence. Yeah, slightly... Bigger than a normal dice, dice and sort of recessed slightly in the middle. Yeah, um, it makes sense because it means they're a bit easier to flick, not going to cause yeah. harm to your fingers, which I think is a nice mm. element. Don't really like the way the pictures are printed on them. I think no. that could have been done a lot nicer. Yeah, they look a little beta testy to me. They're, they're, they they don't look the best. Yeah, no, definitely. but. But it's a, it's being a, bashed around yeah. you probably don't want to be printing really expensive stuff on something that's going to be uh, well there's, yeah. there's two ways of looking at that if they charged an extra tenner for each game and had ones that were properly printed and everything because it's stickers at the moment isn't it yeah yeah because yeah, it, it, you're going well it'd look nicer and it might last longer um, yeah possibly I don't I don't know I'm not a creator of such things but yeah, I, the beta testy feel definitely. Um, it doesn't necessarily feel like a finished product. In, yeah, the in, mats are really nice. The mats They're are the yeah. sturdy mouse mat style. Yeah, again, they it'd be nice, nice if it was one solid mat yes. rather than two yeah. individual ones. Um, but yeah, that's decent quality. Yeah, it just yeah, the blocks could have been a bit nicer. Yeah, yeah. but the game itself, yeah, like you said, oh, it's a nice. It's playable. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, the tactics in it are quite interesting. I mean, when we did the port, we did it 
the point scoring ways for that. It was a little bit of actual thought going into what I'd want to take with me based on odds and things like that and coming back. Yeah, and I, I've seen everyone's trying to sort of work almost like a physics puzzle. Like, yeah. how do I stop them bashing through? How do I protect my yeah. king? And we very quickly learned to put things across the back to yeah. stop the king getting knocked off so he'd hit into something rather yeah. than flying off the back of the board. We started putting uh, the pieces that we were going to flick at a slight angle so we could flick them in rather than just forwards because yeah. the angle you'd be flicking at. Yeah, um, yeah, because they're cubes. You, it's quite difficult if you flick it, not so- to get them just to go in a straight line. Yeah. You can do it. And we were all getting quite good. Again, we were learning the skills yeah. Yeah. as we went along. Yeah, learning which ones, like the freeze one and stuff like that, is a little bit of tactical element doing yeah. that. Or the one that can sneak in partway through the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I um, I enjoyed playing this. Yes. Again, it had that capacity for, for silliness, yep. for crazy trick shots, um, real improbable wins where you've smacked a thing into a thing and then it's hit a thing and then the guy's gone <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, you need to make sure that you're careful about where you're playing it because we spent quite a long time... While the game was being played, the one of us that wasn't playing was running around on our hands and knees <laughs> trying to find missing cubes. <laughs> Looks we like a geek lo- b- ball yeah, boy running yeah, around. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I mean, if you could get some kind of ball boy, contact your local school, <laughs> a bit of work experience, maybe ask down the job centre. Yeah. Just have someone just running well, interference. Again, they could they could do a, a deluxe version of this that comes with one of those mosquito nets you hang from the ceiling that <laughs> yeah, yeah. covers the table, oh, yeah. and then it's not going to go outside of that, and it'd be quite easy to find. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the game does have that the problem of if you're a little bit overzealous, which we are, yeah, of course, and anyone yeah. that plays this game will be, yeah, because the harder you hit it, the more stuff goes flying, and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, this is the but thing the when we were play when you play penguins, you don't want to just flick things as hard as you can. Yeah. No, you're, sometimes you're you want to get a really good, but you're aiming or you're jumping and you don't want to fly off the board. Yeah, this really does. As long as you can stop it taking off, it does kind of reward brute force. Yes, and yeah, that. Um, is, yeah. So that's Cube Quest, published by Game Right. Uh, designed by Gary and Oliver Sipthorpe. Uh, good name, good name. Um, and I, I enjoyed that for twenty quid for something that's throw yeah. away and a bit silly. Again, it's an in between game. Yeah. Um, it's only two player. Yeah. Which um, do you think it's more? If you're looking for a, one of these types of games to play with two people, because there's just say you and a partner, or you've got a very small gaming group because yeah. everyone else died in a war. Yeah, or, or fell into a vagina. Yeah, wasn't allowed. <laughs> Never wasn't, wasn't allowed out because now they have a girlfriend, or <laughs> well, now they don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> how has Colin been? Managed to be that weird. Colin's that the single else... one who should be out, have all the time and, and has can't do anything. Yeah. No, but. It, to be fair, you could buy two copies of this, yeah. line the mats up, and play a four-player deathmatch yeah. variant. Yeah, could I, could, have, I could see that happening quite happily. You could have uh, two people. You know those air bazooka things you can buy? Yes. Uh, two people. It's like can- uh, cannons uh, on your side that would have to aim the board and blast, <laughs> blast them. Yeah, you get one shot each for the artillery. Ah, yeah. oh, yes. Although I do feel that with the weight of the cubes, because I'm... I'm Stress the cubes are very light. Yes, yeah. Um, one air bazooka shot would probably just destroy <laughs> their entire army. You could um, probably turn around and fart. I reckon yeah. if, if oh, you opted right. to go second and have 
the King One Piece and an Air Bazooka, that might be fair, because they've got a chance to kill you first before you just annihilate them. <laughs> um, it's the quick two-minute version of the game. Yeah. You get an elastic band each and put it around your hand like a gun and try and shoot something off. <laughs> yeah, could be an assassination, the sniper rifle variant. Yeah. I think it's... They've missed a trick with Kickstarter goals. <laughs> We've obviously enjoyed this to some degree because we're talking about ways we can make it sillier and, yeah, yeah, and such yeah. like. It's not a serious game in any way, no, shape no, or form, no. but it is quite enjoyable. Yeah, it's, mm. it's something if it got put on the table, go, oh, can we play that? Because yeah, yeah, I've yeah, enjoyed it. yeah. 20 quid I think as you were saying Joe adding adding some money on and having slightly sturdier pieces I'm not going to play it enough to really want to do that no, so no. it costing me 18.99 I think it yeah. was for a game that's going to get played three or four times a year when we're in between other things or we're feeling silly mm-hmm. um, I'm perfectly happy with that yeah fair yep. enough yeah again I could see myself sitting and playing that with rocks yeah so um, I think playing that with kids would work pretty yes. well. Kids like destroying things, I've yeah. noticed. <laughs> yes, yes. I tried do. to get the cat to, to play this with me because the cat loves to destroy things. Um, but all she did was destroy my love of gaming and now I'm sad. <laughs> Before we talk about the last game then, there are these sort of skill games are picking up in popularity. Mm. Um, there are a couple more recent ones that I haven't managed to, to sort of get hold of yet. Um, but having played these I'd now be confident they're a bit more expensive. Yeah. And I wasn't confident in whether or not the group would enjoy that kind of thing yeah. to, to, to lay out a proper amount of money. Yeah. 20 quid for a little thing and getting a free game, that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but spending bigger money on things, I wasn't sure of. I would now pick up, um, be looking at Catacombs, or which is a dungeon crawler with flicking skills. Okay. And looks really, really good. There's a great yeah. shut up and sit down play vid- through video of that. Which I'm that sure we sold can link. me on it. Yeah, we'll pop a link down because uh, we do like so like their stuff. Um, and there's also a Wild West um, game called Flick 'em Up, like Shoot 'em Up, mm-hmm. um, which works in a similar uh, sort of fashion where you you put the bullet down the bullet is a little plastic a uh, little wooden token and you flick it across oh, the board okay. and it knocks things over and that uses meeples and stuff like that that sounds um, cool yeah. so if any of you have played those games uh, and have a recommendation let us know which one we should get first yeah. we might even do a, a video review or like a playthrough video um, if you do so because mm. it would be quite cool yeah cool so our third and final game is the game formerly known as Rampage then it was like a little symbol that apparently meant love for contractual purposes. Um, then it released an album and it was fine again and it was called Terror in Meeple City. <laughs> mm, music jokes. Um, yeah, so Terror in Meeple City, uh, formerly called Rampage, had to change its name because it was named after the old arcade game Rampage. Yes. Mm. Did either of you play that? I did, yes. I have seen it, but I've not played it. It didn't appeal particularly. It's violent destruction. It's great. Mm. It's, it's again. It's the same as these, I suppose. It's the it is the arcade equivalent of the game. All these games. It's just a matter of going press buttons, do cause as much havoc as possible. Yeah. It's a you were fighting uh, enemies. Yeah. Sorry. In a apartment building type thing, not a skyscraper. Yeah. Um, in a city and destroying the buildings as you. Yeah. As you try to beat up your opponents um, which is exactly what you do in Terror in Meeple City um, you're technically playing is it Kaiju? yes, yes. 
giant giant Japanese monster beasts. Yes. Monster beasts. It's a bit of a tautology. Is that the science of monster, making really no, nice cakes? You can, no, you can monster, beast. monster robots. Monster yeah. beasts. Yeah. So they all look a bit like a Godzilla kind of yeah. creature. They're, they're just Some different coloured Godzillas, yeah, aren't they? Or, um, yes. Peach dragon. Some yes. Bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The yeah. green one does, yeah. especially. Yeah. Um, so you, you play one of these. You have two pieces to your monster. You have a circular disc yeah. that's mm-hmm. its feet. And then you have a wooden block that is the rest of it. The rest of it. You set up the board to resemble a city by placing meeples yep. as the sort of the corners of the buildings, and then placing flat bits of card yep. to be the floors. Yep. Like the entire city's been built by the mafia. Yeah, poured, poured, poured concrete over hundreds of meters. They, yes. they, they form you kind of the, the pillars between the uh, yeah levels. Don't yeah. They? yeah, and the idea of the game is to. Hoover up as many meeples as you can, try to build coloured sets. Yes. Um, and also attacking <coughs> the other kaiju um, yeah. and reducing their ability to, to eat meeples and getting points. You get points for basically destroying anything, so yeah. you can eat bits of floor that come free and yeah. things like that. Consume um, each other's teeth. Yes. Um, so each turn you've got two actions. You can move by flicking a wooden disc across the board. Yeah. You can use your breath weapon by actually putting your chin on top of the uh, your monster and blowing. Yes. You can stomp on a building. So if your feet are resting on the curb around the building, you can drop your uh, monster from above the building and mm-hmm. smash it down. Yeah. Um, or you can pick up one of the four trucks as long as it's in the same area as you and flick it across the put it on on your monster's head flick it across the board try and damage whatever it is you want to smash which was my favourite thing to do yes and then you hoover up um, some of the meeples in your area that have been knocked onto the floor and play goes around what do we think of what do we think of that then my brief rules explanation complete can we play it again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you just reminded me I haven't played it in a while you just reminded me it of how is, much fun I've had playing it yeah yeah I I think I played it with you and Rob yes um, not played with Aaron um, no I don't think you have that's why he looks so sad yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah it, it's, it is uh, it's good it's a fun game yeah just in much the same vein that all of the ones this one takes the most setup. Yeah, it, it takes quite a long time to set up, but I quite enjoy setting up and building the building with the meeples in the yeah, corners. Yeah, it's like building it's not, a little tower of cards. Yes. It's not yeah. tedious. It's not get this out and shuffle this deck and put no. it here, then shuffle this one it's and like, put it here. Put that, that, that. Yeah, and yeah. Find, find the three missing whatever cards that have fallen underneath somewhere. Yeah. Or, yeah. Eaten by the cat or whatever, yeah. Yeah, the cat would do that. There's a couple of extra elements you can add to the couple of variants and do the game. Yes. One of them, um, if any sort of the meeples that fly outside the board, which is quite likely when you're dropping a large wooden block from quite a height onto a building. Yeah. Um, um, I was just going to interject as well. And where you, where you say block, the blocks are lizard shaped. Yes. It's not yeah. just a square thing with a thing on it. Yeah, no, and no, the yeah. trucks are truck shaped with yeah. some stickers on the side. Yeah. The meeples um, are oh, meeples. Yeah, but they're. Blondes are a different, um, a different shape. Oh uh, yeah, this shape like the the women's toilet sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is nice. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. Makes a difference. But yeah, it, well, they're calling them the blondes isn't quite so nice. Yeah, as, as Boris said, yeah. so each of the coloured meeples is basically a different type of person. So you've got yeah. the blondes, you've got policemen, you've got the army. Um, fire services? It's something like that. The red ones are fire, the fire service. Fire service is superhero. Uh, the, sorry, the red ones are superheroes. Superheroes, uh, yes. Um, and when you drop on, if these pieces fall outside of the board, they go on out to look for help, essentially. And yeah. they group together, and each one does a different thing. So the superheroes will come and punch, punch the one who set them off and yeah. knock other meeples out of their stomach. Mm. Yeah. The businessman will serve you an injunction and move you to a different part of the board. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yes. There's, um, yeah, there's various, because you've got a basic one where you just sort of, you line them up and you take a little bit of damage or a little bit of ability. You've yeah. got one where it ticks down like a timer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the game normally ends when all of the floor pieces have been eaten. Yeah. Um, or all of the monsters have got their lives removed which are their teeth yes so as you get damaged you can eat less meeples and yes. things like that um, there's also ability cards that you can deal out where you get special abilities I've had one where um, my monster was a climber so I could put it on top of any building that I was touching the curb of yeah which was great for getting across the city quickly because I then I put him on the top take the, the block off and flick the feet generally into someone's face on the other side of the board. <laughs> yeah. and that's what I'd be aiming to, uh, to do um, yeah I really enjoy playing this yeah um, again it's not something that I would want to play every single week no. or to play three or four games of LV in a row no I'd no, start to get a bit, yeah. a bit bored yeah, but pulling it out every few weeks and having a go and having a laugh it's chaotic yeah. we've had things like the the fire truck bouncing off the wall off a nearby glass and then landing on someone's head and knocking them out. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have had some really weird things that have happened that aren't covered in the rules, like a building collapsing on top of a monster's feet and then go, well, what do we do? And we just had to make up some rules as we go. We yeah, go along. but it, again, it's not a game for hardcore competitive gamers. It's, no, It's no. one that you play for fun, yeah. so you just go, I oh, will just do this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I did sneeze once and knock a building down. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you can't... It's tornado season, these things happen. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, so, you, you can't take it seriously. It does have the potential for more depth. Yeah. Yeah, although I don't, I don't really like sort of the powers and such like cards. Because you also get things where you like your your monsters looking for different types of meeples and things like that. Yeah, so you get a special bonus if you collect four of superheroes rather than someone else. Which I can have enough fun just playing it normally without yeah, these bits. I, I suppose if you were playing it more regularly, you might. That's like it. These I think in. if this is one of your main games that you really enjoy playing as a family or as a group or whatever, then I think that added bit of depth with those is nice. Yeah, it's a nice bit of variety. Yeah, because you just don't you don't have to bother. It doesn't force you to use these no extra things. Very true. Yeah. This is another game that's more fun with more players. More players. Yeah, yeah. I have played it two player, and it it's not anywhere near as fun. It's mm. a very different. You kind spend of most of the game just targeting each other, whereas or knocking the buildings down and yeah. sitting on opposite sides of the board to each other and not doing a lot. Yeah. But um, yeah, but beyond that, I still I I would heartily recommend this. It is a bit more expensive. It's forty five pounds. Yeah. RRP. Yeah. I'd still purchase it at that price, to be honest. Yeah, because yeah, the pe- you've got you know the solid wooden pieces. There's nice yeah. bits that come with it. Um, yeah, the the bits and pieces in it are very nice. They're high quality. They're durable. Definitely. They look nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm 
it's not the kind of game I would pay that much money out for. Um, but that's a level of disposable income thing. Again, money is awkward to talk about. It's one of yeah, those. I, it, yeah. I just. I don't think I would get enough use out of it, mm. but yeah. that's not to say that I don't think it's a brilliant game. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not. As I said, it's not super balanced, especially when you start adding the cards in. The, oh, the they get ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But as long as you're approaching it in a spirit of fun, we're going to have a giggle and a laugh and a joke. It's 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 good fun. Um, it is. And I've not regretted spending that much money on it. No. Um, I bought it in a fit of hobby joy, and then realized I, I genuinely thought no one would play it with me managed to get it on the table we played it and then everyone was like can we do that again yeah and I was like thank god for that because <laughs> it was quite it was quite expensive yeah um when you were kids guys mm-hmm. um what was your favourite physical game doesn't have to be a flicking game but a, a game that involved physicality dexterity those kinds of things um I went through a period of playing very similar to the cube quest game yeah, but using Space Marines, and that was fun. <laughs> um, did you make Did you make that up? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. just using um, Space Marines. Yeah, and firing them at each other. Why not? That was fun. Um, but yeah, there, there's. Oh, I don't know. You know what I used to absolutely fucking love. What's and that? I look back at it now and go, "You were such a simpleton." <laughs> Tiddlywinks. <laughs> Tiddlywinks, that was it. That was the last time I ever played that. Sickerlywinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pogs. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Just, just stacking bits of card up and then smacking them with a big plastic thing really hard until you flip them over to a certain extent. It was overly simplistic, but had a collectible element to yeah. it, which I quite liked. And it was it was a nice... The physicality was I think you, you being a couple of years older... Um, I w- I never enjoyed Pogs, but I think that was as a possibly slightly younger child because they were a very short-lived fan. Yeah, they lasted about maybe a year, maybe two. Yeah, and I um, at the end of my primary school. I'm just trying to off. think what else yeah, there was yeah. around those sort of times. Well, I really, I always wanted. You know, when you had like, especially at primary school, you'd have a like a day at the end of term or the end yeah. of the year where you could bring in games and stuff. No. No, <laughs> yeah, we, we weren't trusting stuff. They got fed shandy. Did you ask that, or was it yeah, just it was okay? So Aaron's the odd one out, which means he's the freak. Excellent. <laughs> Continue. Um, my um, and I had a couple of mates who had these, and I I loved it, and I never got one of my own. Um, I might remedy that because I've just found one online for fifteen quid. Uh, do you Ooh. remember Screwball Scramble? Oh God! Yeah. yeah. So that for the uninitiated, Screwball Scramble involves guiding a ball bearing. Uh, through a variety of physical uh, skill-based games and puzzles. So you'd start off with a wobbly bridge, you'd press a button to make the bridge move, yeah. and you'd have to sort of time it to flick it along. There was a bit with a magnet and a little drawbridge to move it round. You'd then have two bars that, oh, you'd, yeah. that you'd sort of make closer together and further it, away with it? a little twisty bit um, to try and make it roll. A little maze that you could move and you could fall out the end. Yeah. Uh, some bits where you had to hit a button to make it jump up a series of stairs and through a goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, a maze then that was covered. Yes. Um, which was trickier. Um, and then you'd have it have like a big pendulous hammer arm that would then ring a bell and you'd you'd complete it. And it'd have a timer on uh, most of the versions that I played. Yeah, yeah. Really, really enjoyed that because there were loads of variety to what you were doing. Yeah. Um, you'd only have to be doing one bit for like 30 seconds mm. maybe. Um, you could get competitive because you've got the timer. Um, 
and yeah, I mean, it, it looks really outdated by sort of modern standards, but as like a game for for kids, um, I really, really, like, I was massively jealous of my uh, my friends who had that when I was uh, when I was younger. I never got a chance to play it, but I'd always wanted to because I played a game on. The- oh, Aaron. <laughs> Yeah, we were allowed, allowed toys. Um, <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because uh, you just have a Bible. <laughs> Nuns. That's what we had. <laughs> Come um, round and physically educate us. <laughs> I had something better, to be fair. On the Commodore sixty four, had Marble Madness. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. which was essentially that. Just, just the digital version. I remember yeah. there being sort of like the the games where you'd have a marble and you'd have holes to fall through and you try and guide it through a maze. Yeah, so you'd yeah, have yeah. One knob to twist it front to back and one to twist it left to right yeah. and you try to guide it around corners. Yeah. They were quite good fun as well. Yeah, uh, uh, but I had one of those. So it didn't have the appeal of oh. Scribble Scramble. Yeah, Ka-plunk. Ka-plunk was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I quite enjoyed that. We had a, uh, I think there was a there was a version, a copy of that at my grandma's. So yeah. we, uh, I used to play that a lot. So yeah, uh, Kaplunk was good. I can't really think of that many that I played. Marble Madness again, I remember. Do you remember the old? They were filled with water. Oh, and you pressed, on each side yeah, to, to get the hoops through the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were great as well. Yeah, yeah they totally weren't great. Neat. They, they <laughs> were <laughs> fucking shit. They were. They were there. <laughs> they were. Sh- they were sh- they're sh- they're sh- shit by modern standards. Just like those ones where you'd pull the thing down and ping a ball and try and get it to sit in the different bits as well. I had yeah. a whole. Were, I, had the, I had a big table for like a proper pinball table size. Like well, what we. Thing. Oh, yeah, like proper, yeah, proper, proper yeah, like almost like a pachinko kind of thing. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody hell! Yeah, excellent. Do you remember ball in a cup? <laughs> yes, ball in a cup. I still enjoy don't, ball in don't, a cup. Don't need to do the song. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but the ball is attached by a string to the cup, <laughs> etc. Yeah, um, yeah. Cool. I feel really nostalgic for a lost yeah, era of uh, physical Perfect. games. Yeah. Really shitty physical games. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's something satisfying about doing something physically. There's a diff- It's a very different feeling to going, I've played this combo of cards, or I've outthought you in this way, and now I shall seize Russia for the communists. I it's very different actually picking up a gun and seizing Russia. <laughs> yes, yeah, you almost... You feel much more connected to the game. And because you're not stuck within the boundaries of, of set rules, weird stuff can happen. Yes. yes. There's much more scope for strange things. Or I mean, I've laughed so, so hard um, to the point where I could barely stand up straight playing uh, Terror in Meeple City because we've had two people in a row try to blow a building down and just <laughs> gently <laughs> fart from their mouths onto the... Uh, that's called a burp, isn't it? Um, <laughs> just, just gently sort of exfoliate the sort of air condition the buildings and not knock anything down. Um, yeah, it's really taps into that kind of that silly yeah. mode. Yeah. Um, out of the three, then, um, Aaron, which one's your favourite of the three? Mm, oh. I'm actually going to go with Terror and Maple City, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. My, ice Core, close second, though. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, honest. Yeah. Very close second. Joe? I like Ice Cool. Yep. Um, it's simple, it's quick, you don't need, it doesn't have the setup time and everything else. Yeah. Um, I like it. There's, yeah. there's no small pieces to lose, and, yeah. and I quite like that. Um, yeah, uh, Terra and Meeple said it would be second. Uh, Cube Quest is a lot of fun, 
But I like multiplayer things more than the yeah. multiplayer yeah. stuff. It, the, these sort of games particularly work very well. Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. See, I, I think I like Cube Quest the most. <laughs> okay. And the reason for that is because it has that little bit of strategy on what you pick yep. and what you choose to use. Yeah. And also, I was getting really good at it. <laughs> and I'm the kind of person I like things I can be good at. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm an only child, so I'm not used to any kind of difficulty in life. <laughs> um but being able to sort of flick a cube from one corner all the way across the board to the other and take something out that you're aiming at, I felt my most skillful when I managed to pull stuff like that off in Cube Quest. Yeah. I'm still finding ice cool. It's not a criticism. Actually, probably it's, it's, it speaks in its favour. I'm still finding it quite hard to manoeuvre the penguins. I know what I want to do, but I'm not yes. consistent enough. Yeah. The curves and the spinning them round is difficult I'm really good at jumping yeah um, and Terran Meeple City is great fun but it is very silly yeah which is cool. those, but. so we've become the critically undecided twits yeah. this week well no we, we are all it. unanimous in the fact that they're all good games yes but we all like different ones for different reasons yeah. where's the conflict um, Colin's not here Aaron <laughs> you're wrong Aaron He's at the pub drinking. racist. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So thank you very much for listening. If you've got a recommendation for what I should pick up next out of Catacombs, uh, which is really hard to get hold of, but I will do my best, and flick them up, then let us know. If you've got any other suggestions, some games we may have missed out, things that we've missed, um, haven't mentioned... Um, then please get in touch you can use the comments you can contact us on twitter at critical underscore twits uh, you can follow us on facebook and we are on youtube and soundcloud yes um, and we'd love to talk to you yeah um, because otherwise I don't you know I don't get out a lot you know you're with us most of the time I know I'd like I'd like to have a sensible conversation with someone you know with a normal amount of facial hey, me, hair me, 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 me. although if you have a really big beard that that's fine you can no, you can't go. No, on. you can talk to me and Aaron. Yeah, yeah, you can have some kind of bearded weirdo club. What is this? That the bad Germans won't event? approve of. Um. <laughs> um, yeah, so so thank you, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I've been Brian Ennis. I've been Aaron Visky, and I've been Joe Lewin. We have been the Critical Twits. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Mm-hmm.